We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that Fuck. fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. firing squad. I'll start huffing pain. Three dudes in a dock. That's the one. Guys, that is what it's called. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to Three Dudes in a Dock. Uh, this week we watched uh, the best worst thing that ever could have happened. Quite a mouthful. Uh, my name's Tyler. I'm here with Mitch and Christian, as always. Good day, Hi. gentlemen. Good day. I was trying uh, to musically say yeah. hello, but it didn't um, really work. I, I got thinking I should have remade a, our intro to be like a show tunes intro for this one. I got to say, I'm actually super glad you didn't. No, <laughs> I I think that would have been great. Oh, I think technically, sure. It's a lot yeah. of work. It's a lot of work. No, just find a, like a show tunesy uh, background and just put our mm. our current intro uh Voice is over. Oh, in that yeah. case, then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. easy. That's easy. Put, put like I thought little, you meant like get of like we gotta like get. We have in six like, weeks to to yeah. stage. Yeah. Put like a little auto tune on each of our voice clips so it sounds uh, like yeah, singing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, cool. Imagine that, like a techno musical. I, I'm sure there has been a techno musical. I'll look into this. Yeah, fuck. It's about the dangers of ecstasy. If if not, should we write a techno musical? Dude, That's we totally true. should. And yeah. someone has to die from doing too many jazz hands. <laughs> I don't think you do jazz hands to techno. Though, it doesn't matter. It's, sure. it's okay. a musical. So them that has, yeah. Glitch hands. Glitch hands. Like, yeah. how long do you think you do jazz hands before you die? Because that's just moving your hands. 585 hours. I think so. What's the rent? <laughs> eight eight million seven hundred fifty seven thousand. Wait, the play rent? No, like there's the song. It's like twenty four million. Eight, like how many minutes are in like a, a year? I think is it? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought that was rent. about <laughs> victims of a certain thing that affects that. Yeah. Culture. Oh, but yeah. It, but it's like the number. It's like the number of seconds in like in a year mm. or something like that. Wait, what? Yeah. Man, just go watch rent. Yeah, it's, dude. It's, just it's the, a great, the whole it's a great thing show. with musicals. That kind of slightly pisses me off is that Cats ran for like 85 years. Mm. and uh, But I think Cats is supposed to be really good. Like, obviously, the, the, the movies come out recently, and that was like critically panned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. here, let me let me start. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, Mitch, musical theater. Like, musicals. Fan, not fan. One being, hell no, never am I going to sit through one. Ten being, yeah, love it. I sit through one, like, in like two, two. Okay, Man, Christian. Like, I get the yeah. art form, and like, it's crazy that it's like super difficult. But there's very few things that I'm like, that seems interesting. Like the Book of Mormon. Like I was like, I want to fucking go see this. Mm. But tickets were like half a million dollars a piece. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not. <laughs> that's crazy. But I would love yeah. to go see that. Yeah. Or, so, yeah, Christian, same scale. Like, um, I don't know. I like as as a broad stroke, like four. But yeah. there are some exceptional musicals that I I would be super interested in seeing, like the Book of Mormon, or I guess 
Hamilton, but really only because it's the first super popular musical that's come out since I've been like a, a sort of an adult. And untrue. What do you mean? Oh, there's been so many more. Oh, so many. But like what ones have been talked about on like the fucking CBC every day for two years? Like fair. Okay, I think that's, that's fair. That's why yeah, it I'll, I'll give that to you. Just shit that's like permeating culture. Yeah. yeah. Or that like, oh, this like is like the only other one, right? Is like the Book of Mormon. Cats. Come Lion, from away. Lion King. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Come From Away is? I, that's why I didn't say Come it. Come on. Dude, he was like a thought when 9-11 happened. So it's yeah. not like even he was around. That's true. I was watching. From there were some planes that had to reroute. So and they ended up <laughs> on some island. Come From Away is the story oh, about I, the planes landing in Newfoundland. I yeah. see. Yeah. I thought that was just simply a, an age joke. No. No. Age mm. A-G-E. No. An aged joke. You're on the rock. You might get AIDS. That's where the play <laughs> takes. The second act is fucking wild. The East Coast is weird. Yeah. yeah. No, and like. And that, and that, that, that's a cool, like, that's a cool underlying story. Yeah. Mm. But like, I don't, man, shit. Do you want to watch someone I like dance in pirouette as they belt a note yeah. out across My the My cousin stage? just yes. died. Yeah. But like, and then there's like smoke in the background. You're like, oh, no, it's God. not about 9-11. It's not about well, the, fuck, it's the not, not about it. But there's no smoke. <laughs> there's no smoke. <laughs> I don't know. Which means like, there's no fire. Well, um, I would say jet fuel doesn't technically smoke. But no, like on a scale, I would say like a broad four, but then like a way seven or eight. Because some of them are fucking wicked. Like yeah. musical movies, like the producers, like Mel Brooks's uh, producers. Or Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny, I would consider sure. a musical. Bro, you sure. don't fucking... Oh, so, goddamn. So, yeah. Okay, no, so what is, what's I'm, your number? What's your number? I, I'm talking musical theater, like, oh, okay. like, uh, like so stage I've, shows. I've never seen one. Yeah. Really? I, I helped to do the one in high school. Like, I was in the tech lighting sound yeah. crew, but, like... I saw Lion King. It was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Um, Yeah, so, like, I, I, would, I would say seven. Yeah. I, they like, seem, like, fun. Not, I just have never done it. I can, I'm not a, a musical theater geek. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I would never want to be in one. Mm-hmm. I would never, um, like if someone asked me like some trivia about musical theater, I'd have no clue. I don't really know that much about music. You're better prepared now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to do like background. Sure. For it. Of like course. That, yeah. That, like mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. I, I would love to be in, yeah. uh, to be in the pit. Band. Cause it, it just seems yeah. like move, like movie production, but like at like movie production, will say like goes along at like 10 kilometers an hour. And this shit is like, you got to do this at like a thousand yeah. kilometers an hour yeah. and you're yeah. doing it four times a day. Yeah. So like, holy fuck. And yeah. you have nothing to help you. Yeah. Like, no. You, know, no, you, you yeah. shoot a movie over six months or nine months or whatever. Yeah. Um, something is a little fucked up or whatever in it, or you, you screw something up. They can cut that and replace it and use CGI and, and green screens to, yeah. To There's reshoots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. With a, with a live yeah. Broadway or off Broadway production, you get what you get. Yeah, you need that like, FBI pen. Yeah, the fucking Men in Black pen. Yeah. To just <laughs> the audience to be like, all right, redo. Yeah, but I wonder how many. I just thought of this. I wonder how many people that go to live productions frequently go to like potentially see a fuck up. Oh, I think probably a lot. That like, oh shit, like Christian's in this production and he's mm-hmm. no one to like, like 
drinking a little too much or like we kind of know that he's a fringe actor so like maybe he's gonna fuck it up well yeah so like do you guys remember all the stuff from the spider-man musical all those guys dying oh, yeah, like, yeah yeah i thought that was during um like practice that was during the live no i don't think anyone died oh, during the, i was like, like the that live would show. be fucking but, crazy but i bet you people were going just because oh 100 percent. yeah like yeah there was i think people were getting hurt yeah during the live so that's crazy Huh. Yeah, like just the the live wire acts and everything that involved. Uh, so my brother in law's uh, mom and dad um, went to go see it in New York, really on Broadway. Yeah, and they said it was fucking phenomenal. Like, crazy. was it a musical? It was a musical. Yeah, yeah. that's so yeah. fucking weird. I mean, weird. that would be cool music because it yeah. would be just like the TV show. If they did it like punk rocky kind of. Yeah, it was a yeah, like a Spider Man musical and. Spider-Man was flying overhead. Over through, like over the audience. Over even? the audience, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like they had like like live wires or not live wires like that. Yeah. Well kinda, yeah, yeah but like but like surface or like high wires, I Man. guess, is, is yeah. making Peter Pan look like a little bitch. Yeah. Man. Um that's crazy. Yeah, it it, it apparently was it was amazing. Hmm. Um but yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, people would have went to that. Yeah. But I was just wondering of like a fuck up and then they're like back at the like, oh, honey, you see him mess up that line? Like that was a great <laughs> show. <laughs> Meanwhile, that actor's like, I had the shittiest time of my fucking it, life. It's the same people that watch movies and put like the the goofs on on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. They go through, they comb through movies like, oh, <laughs> this football was leaning yeah, left, I wonder if left like, on the shelf in one shot and the next shot was leaning right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like theater yeah. blooper people are like, those movie blooper people are fucking pussies. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> you got to catch shit live. Yeah. Mm. There's so much to look at. Yeah. <laughs> I think in another way, there would be some improv element where you would see multiple of the same show and you're like, Oh, this was different. And that was sure. Different. Yeah. But it would, yeah. it would add to it. It'd be like going to the same, like high class, I don't know, like steakhouse. I don't even know. Yeah. But like this, the steak is done differently every time. Or like, this is clearly a different cow. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, this tastes technically different. Well, that's like and, just being a fan of someone of like yeah. a musical performer yeah. and like, Oh, he played the guitar like this. And then he played the same song. Mm -hmm. A little bit differently. Yeah. So I got to be I honest. I, that. I don't like going to live music that much because the artist makes changes. Cause yeah. most people listen to recorded music where right. live music is live music and it's completely different. I always think the sound sucks and live. It's always venues. shitty. So I'm like, yeah. I could just get the album and be in my own environment and do this. Yeah. yeah. But they just, I, I have a hard time with live music because I'm expecting, I go because I like what I hear Yeah. and I'm expecting, sort of expecting that and then I get something a little bit different and it doesn't it doesn't hit that satisfaction dominoes and they don't all fall the way they used to on the album and it's just it's yeah. just different but going yeah. into it expecting like I guess the difference then is like rock and roll like going to see Aerosmith or fucking Anvil everything typically is the same because it's it's sort of meant to be sold Mm -hmm. Whereas something like jazz, like going to a jazz club, mm -hmm. you go Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you hear the same band play the same routine, but it's different. It's going to be different because it's like they have things that they like to do the same because yeah. it just, it hits really nicely. But then a lot of it is different because that's the nature of the music. You don't go right. to listen to live jazz and expect the same shit every time. You're like, what the fuck are they going to do tonight? Yeah. It's it's that anticipation that is part of the performance. Sure, us. and like the thing with a live stage, like we heard Jason Alexander talk, like 
But after Seinfeld ended, he, you know, thought he might go back into uh, Broadway. And his wife's like, yeah, but like, do you want to be doing eight shows a week? Mm-hmm. Um, like, and then you're like, wait, eight shows a week? Like, there's only seven days in a week. Well, they probably do a matinee on a Saturday, matinee on a Sunday. So yeah. they maybe get one day off a week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like... I think, you know, after it's ran for a little while, obviously there's muscle memory. Yeah. Um, but it's going to see, like, that original cast obviously is going to do it probably the best it's ever been done. So, like, if you went to go see Hamilton with the original cast, um, that, like, they stream it on on um, Disney Plus now. Wait, stream or, like, it's the original is available as no, the like same they performance. Fi- they over filmed and over. it like a movie. Yeah, they filmed it like a movie. Oh, okay. Like the original cast. You don't mean that like live every Friday you can catch no. Hamilton. No. <laughs> it's yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> that might be worth getting Disney Plus yeah. for. Bro, um, Disney will make you dance. Yeah. So yeah, so like you see the original cast, but like if I right. went to come yeah. see it here in Toronto with you know, it's obviously been a new cast. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um Something You're not like that. the real Alexander. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably a little bit different if oh, yeah. if I caught the original uh, showing and then the showing here, Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, like the choreography, like as much as you um, choreograph it and, and stuff like that, you're it's going to be a little bit different every show. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you said, right? Almost more like jazz. Um, the muscle memory would be like a phenomenal thing to feel though, because I think um, in terms of art, like you, you paint a thousand pictures, but like your thousandth and first painting, your thousandth and one painting might just be the one that's the most refined. Like yeah. In, early in your artistic career, um, you get these wild uh, variations because you don't really know what you're doing yet. Whereas we saw, I think it was the director, uh, Lonnie Price, rolling his lines over and over and over again. He was like, get, like, get a dime into the jukebox or whatever he was saying. Yeah. Um, he said that line like a dozen times within 10 seconds. Different he, every time. Different every single time, but that was on purpose. But yeah. then eventually on stage, you go into the opening night, I assume, with a version of that that you, you like well enough, but then you you hear yourself retroactively in your memory deliver that line on stage and you're like, Oh fuck. I think it needs to be like this. I didn't realize that like the, the weight of that scene or like the feeling or just the setup of it. I was in my room doing this line. And then when I was on stage, it was a different atmosphere than what I was pretending to be practicing. And then the second performance on the Saturday night you deliver that line just a little bit differently because now you sort of, you've got a better gauge. So like, like the original cast on their last day probably was fucking killer. Mm -hmm. Like the longer you run something, Mm -hmm. the more familiar you get and the less you act, the the more you just be. Yeah. And so so this, like that would be great. uh, Merely we roll along really when it first came out was a huge flop, which was the first flop for Sondheim and, Hal Prince, 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 Hal yeah. Prince. Um, but we have to say, like, when they said that they had six weeks, eight weeks, six weeks, six weeks, six weeks to get ready, and they're all under twenty-five, basically yeah. amateur yeah. actors. But Fuck. I just wonder if that's the average for yeah, a yeah. play. 
And again, I don't know much enough. I don't know either. But if that's like a standard, like, oh, that's how much time we give them. You're like, oh, fuck. I guess like it might depend. Is there a season for Broadway? I don't think so. I think like you just like new show season is like September. Just just like movies, right? Like movies come out. But like there's Oscar season, like all big dramatic movies come out in like October, I would think the the spring, but I have no idea. I just think I like how know. many. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know like either. The season for new musicals premiering on Broadway. I'm assuming yeah. it's the summertime, but I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. would think, right? Like that's yeah. when everyone's got the money. They've got like school off, and they, everyone, like all the families, are in the city. I don't know, but like, is that is that your market? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Because uh, like, Times it's Square cheap. Like, that's where you buy all your tickets for for Broadway. Like, yeah. Broadway's off of Times Square, yeah, very true. close. Okay. In proximity. Um, so yeah, like you, you said, you've never seen like a real, like live like mm-hmm. stage show. Um, so yeah, I, I saw guys and doll or 42nd street. Mm, can't remember if it was 42nd street or guys and dolls. I Come think it was 42nd street in New York off Broadway. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's just a, it's a cool experience. Like, do you, do you, do you buy tickets for off Broadway on in Times square? Yeah. You, yeah. You, there's not yeah. like a. Clock square or like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> watch uh, square. Watch, um, watch circle. Yeah. So like <laughs> it, it's very, it's a very cool atmosphere to, you know, like the, uh, <laughs> the space triangle, <laughs> the, uh, what? the curtain comes down and like, obviously everyone's like rushing to change yeah. outfits mm-hmm. and, uh, and the, uh, the backgrounds change, like the sets change. Mm. Like that's a very cool concept. Like there's a lot of yeah moving parts with it. That's right? why I think yeah. like a comedy, like a book of Mormon or something like a comedy, like a dark comedy type thing would be, would be cool. Cause I've mm. only seen like, yeah, yeah, like the lion King. And like if the boy in the striped pajamas was taking, like taking oh, the Broadway, dude, that would be fucking, Oh man. It would not so good. It might be good. I don't know. You'd have to get someone really talented to do it. Like, Lin Manuel Miranda or something. Maybe a new take. It's all hip hop and shit. It's a fucking techno. Could you imagine? Yeah, we're gonna write a techno. Uh, uh, we're not gonna Broadway do shit. boy in the striped pajamas no. though. No, why not? Because that's sad. We you don't, never mind. I will talk about it after. Steve <laughs> Steve Aoki will will <laughs> will write all our music. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, cool. So just put this doc specifically. Like there was two very well-known actors actually in this movie. And mm. I assume I know Jason Alexander was his first uh, role ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, um, Giancarlo Esposito, what most people would know from Breaking Bad. Um, Which had he done a lot of stuff pre-Breaking I, Bad? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he has. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Breaking, I suppose in a, some fashion. Breaking Bad was obviously his his breakout role. Yeah. Um, oh, I see what you did I there. I know, that right? Nice. Um, but he's gone on, like, obviously, Better Call Saul. He's been in uh, The Mandalorian. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, pretty, shit. Yeah, yeah, he is the sorty guy in Mando. The sorty guy, yeah. The yeah. Guy. I don't want to wreck it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, like, he, I, most people, you know, if you showed people as picture would be like, Oh yes, I know yeah. who that guy is. Um, so those are two very big names that were in this, uh, um, original uh, Even, cast. Some of them that were still like one of the girls you met, the Christian mentioned that like, she looks familiar. So it should just be like a beat. 
well, so actress. The, so there's like successful people. Yeah. So uh, she attached w- to this, she wasn't much, but she was in like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as oh. like a, as like a can't oh, like a background. Cool. She's as, still right. Yeah. She she yeah. may have had a line or two. I'm not sure. She was like in a pink nurse's outfit. Hmm. Um, um, but yeah, and um, Lonnie Price was in uh, like a. Uh, a Muppet movie, I believe. I showed him a picture. <laughs> might have been on Sesame Street. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he was in Dancing or not. I was gonna say Dancing with the Stars, Dirty Dancing. Oh um, yeah, okay. He was in that, and mm-hmm. then he's gone on to uh, be basically a stage director um, for for musicals. Was uh, the Muppets the same as Sesame Street? The, yeah, the same thing. Jim Henson. They had a, they had a gang them. fight and they had to separate well, I'm like Broadway the and off Broadway and off off Broadway. Like there's Sesame Street, there's off Sesame Street. Cookie off, Monster off. Cookie Monster molested Big Bird's kids, so they had oh, to God. they had to do the two separate groups. They still got paid though, so they had two separate Co- shows. Cookie Monster and Sesame Street are or in Big Bird, both on Sesame Street. So that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Sorry, guys. I don't know my Sesame Street characters yeah. enough nice, to right. know. If anyone's upset about that, create inner the beef. <laughs> yeah. Big Bird and Cookie Monster didn't molest any little birds. Um, Continue. But yeah, so so two big uh, actors in this. Um, basically, Jason Alexander, like, this is how he got a start, right? Yeah, yeah that's he, pretty cool. He started doing uh, Broadway stuff, won a Tony. And then when that was for this, no, oh, okay, no. no, I was gonna say a he, 16 show run and he fucking won a Tony. He, he won a Tony when he was 29, so he would, oh. have, yeah. he would have been like 17, 18 when he well, did I'm an this. idiot, yeah, right. Why is that what you thought? Well, no, he say I what thought he won it for. I thought no. he won it for Seinfeld. How a do you win a Tony? <laughs> I don't know what the fucking Tony is. Do you know how boring that fucking musical would be? There'd be no it, music, it'd just be the bass guitar. It's a, a Tony's no. basically an Oscar for yeah. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the EGOT thing, that's a yeah. part of the EGOT, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the T in the EGOT? It, Emmy, it is. Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so yeah, he won a uh, Tony when he was 29 and mm. then he was on, uh, um, oh, sh- he was in uh, Pretty Woman. Right. And then uh, yeah. Seinfeld after that. Cool. Uh, and now he's Jason Alexander. It's pretty weird to hear him do say that he wants. He, yeah, he was George for nine years. Was it only that long? That's they what said, I'm thinking. I'm yeah. like, I feel like, like Seinfeld was on for twenty years. Uh, it was like such a hit. Yeah, not, like early nineties. I think it ended in ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, like he so. said. I think he said that he played one character for nine years, yeah. and then yeah. it ended, and he didn't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and that's nice. what he said. He goes, everyone knows George, right? So he. Yeah. He had a couple of big projects after that that kind of went kerplunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, producers just kind of think like, is this guy a one trick pony yeah. or does he have the chops? Yeah. Can he do yeah. more? Mm-hmm. Or are people sick of this George character, right? Like yeah. they, they don't want to see more George. Saturated. Yeah. 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 Because if they want to see that guy in anything, they just go watch like syndicated runs of Seinfeld. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I, I was really disappointed that you didn't um, include Giancarlo Esposito in this. Although mm. I didn't notice him in the reunion concert either. So, oh, good so, call. Ma- so maybe he just kind of has washed his hands of it. and Maybe he's busy. Yeah. He's trying to be more of like a, like a serious film, film like a yeah. screen actor. Um, yeah. But 
but yeah, I, I wish I wish she had him because I would have loved to hear. And an actor I really do love is Mandy Patinkin, who mm. was involved in this documentary. But I'm not sure why. Other yeah, than you're saying that, yeah. We, we talked about he's he's a Broadway guy, but like he really literally had zero attachment to. All he said was that he wished that he was a part of the show. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. I don't and, know. And Maybe like it he, was just to attach another sort of decent sized name to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Maybe, and maybe Lonnie Price uh, is good friends with him from Broadway. It's true. Yeah. Makes um, sense. So that could be. But the fact that this, uh, this play or this musical was a flop when it came out and it's now a kind of like a cult classic. Like yeah. It's one of someone, one of the actors said if you ask a Sondheim fan what their favorite one is, like most of them will say like, yeah, merrily uh, we roll along now. That's pretty weird. I mean, it, it makes me question like the validity of cult followings, like some things like Romero, George Romero and like his night of the living dead. And then every piece of shit movie he's done after that, they've all been zombies and like they've been cult desk movies, like the monster film, like the hammer films they all have followings, but then immediately I thought of um, the room with uh, what's that fucking guy's name? Yeah, um, um, I don't know, can't remember his name. Neither can I, but we all know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but like so that cult following, like, but that's not because it's a good movie. No, it's not. But then like that, like are cults? Do they signify truly like diamonds in the rough that were just dusted over in their heyday, or does it just? is there enough of a uh, distribution now via, via different mediums like the internet, the radio mm-hmm. live plays or TV or movies or DVDs or whatever. Um, like even just chat rooms. Cause you can talk to people now that you never could very, very quickly. You don't have to write letters. Is a cult following something that signifies like a, a lost, like a really great relic or like a really valuable, precious artifact, or is it just, Exposure. I, I think there's there's two there should be two categories because I think some cult followings have shown movies that just for some reason didn't get the the love that they should have got. Like there's some uh, movies that are cult followings that are absolutely fantastic movies, and then there's movies like The Room, yeah. which I think people just you know latch on to like, haha, this is hilarious. It's so bad, it's hilarious. Yeah, like they're and, riding and, a wave of popularity, and that becomes a cult following. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, it's the cult of the following. It's yeah, not the yeah, cult of yeah. the item. But but I do honestly think that there's some pieces of media that have cult followings just because they were maybe ahead of their time. Mm, yeah, didn't, didn't get um, the recognition it deserved when it. Was yeah, new. I can. I can think of one definitely like wild styles, the documentary about um, graffiti Mm -hmm. and like, this is like, I forget who did it, but the person just noticed graffiti. Like they were in New York city and they just noticed it popping up and started talking to people. And they like talk to dudes that are fucking graffiti legends. Like the one guy, this Asian kid who was like the first one to do tags and that's like where tags came from. So this documentary just was shot on film and then kind of got lost to time. And the last time I seen something about it, there was this campaign to get it digitized. Hmm. So they're like, that's something that needs to be digitized. Cause like there's so much shit, right. like so much culture and so much 
stuff that came out of that. And this is a direct link to like, this is where it started. And this is the mentality of these kids. Yeah. Same with 80 blocks from Tiffany's. Like, I don't, that's, I don't think that was that popular, but that was just such a shock that it's like warrior type gangsters. They're like, well, these people were real. Mm, yeah. Like there's black, like black dudes rocking Nazi shit. Like this is crazy. And they're like, yeah. yeah, we're just doing it to freak people out. Like I'm not a Nazi. I just think it's funny to see a, this old white lady freak out when she sees me walking down with my SS uniform on. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that would fucking freak you out. Um. So yeah. And like the, the, after the, the show closed, the cast got together and they, they did the like original cast recording, yeah, uh, for for an album. I bet yeah. you that's goes for a shitload now. Yeah, original yeah. press of that is probably they would have not pressed a ton. They'd be like, "This was a closed musical." Like, yeah. yeah, we're not we gonna got, make. We a, got a hundred copies, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it would but, be interesting to see how many copies are. But apparently, like, so the one interview in this documentary was like he was like the chief uh, critic for like the tre- chief drama critic for the New York Times. Yeah, yeah. during that time. And he said, if you listen to this album, this is just a bunch of young actors killing the shit out of, of what they're singing, like mm-hmm. doing a fantastic job yeah. of what they were supposed to be doing. Um, so it makes you wonder whether or not this was just um, like it was it was panned when it first came out because mm-hmm. it was it was too new. Like it was too. Man, do you know what's interesting? interesting? I literally just fucking thought of this. It came out in the 80s, right? The culture that was a little bit older than them would have been around, or like would have been hippies, or would have been like in that culture when it's young people being like, "Now listen, old people, you need to know what's going on. This is what's right." And they would grow up around that shit, and then see that like as they get older, they're like, "Oh wait, these young people actually didn't know what the fuck was going on." Mm. So then you have a play where your young people playing old people. Those old people seeing that play subconsciously might be like, you know, fuck this. I went through this shit already. Fuck these young people. So mm. for those who don't know or haven't watched the documentary, so it was a little bit of a different style. So the story is about it's like group of friends, basically, who um, grow up, become successful, but are jaded and angry. And mm-hmm. they're all kind of in show business, right? Like kind of. Yeah. Um so the, the musical starts from when they're old, so in their 40s, mm-hmm. uh, and then every and scene just works its way goes back a couple of years, and it ends with them at their high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they couldn't hire old actors. No. Because then at the end of the play, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of 40-year-old people graduating high them school. How long did you- um, so what I think, and in, in one of the actresses you know, said, like, geez, you know, looking back on this, uh, I feel like this might've been my mistake. Like, um, Hal Prince came up to her and was like, you know what? I think you guys are getting lost in the costumes. We're, we're getting rid of the costumes. We're just going to put you all in sweatshirts that have your names on them. And like, like your, your roles. Yeah. 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 The role. So like, I think if you pay money for a Broadway show and you go and sit down, yeah, like, and that's true. Oh, these costumes are just kids with, uh, with their like uh, it looks like a high school. Yeah, yeah right? that the, adds to with it. the role name on it. So yeah, I think that's that, a good point. Like, I think when you go to see a Broadway show, you expect kind of like great sets, great costumes, all this stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Like um, this avant-garde shit is for like way down the street. Yeah. yeah. This isn't for I, like broad. Yeah. yeah. I guess I've seen like, I forget what movie it was, but there's like very few movies. Like it would be annoying as fuck in a movie of like, all right, this is the good guy. Yeah. And then at first time it shows the bad guy that yeah. like, all right, this is the bad guy. This is what he does. Like I've seen it done very few times, like comedically and well. Yeah. So something like this of like, yeah, you're just beating over your head. They're like, yeah, that's well, the fucking and good girl. Like, oh my God. We and, can, and not that yeah, I want to kind of not like, making us think. Not that I want to stereotype, but I think, um, you know, Broadway shows are, and it may be so, more so back then than, than now um, because, you know, they're, they're not, I don't know. I, I think they're more accessible now. They're still for, pretty for, expensive, for, yeah, but for, yeah, for sure. But more it's accessible high, now for families. But it's I, some high art shit. I feel like musicals back then were more like kind of highbrow, mm-hmm. and maybe someone coming in sees like these guys with costumes, guys and girls with costumes with yeah. with their character name. Like I just, like, I just, I just spent one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, they think I'm an idiot. I can't tell who's who. Yeah. Like, I think that goes with the kids playing a, like, oh, it's a kid playing an adult and it's this kid yeah. telling me that I'm, that they're the best friend. Like yeah. I can fucking think a little bit to follow along. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it seemed like it was a deconstruction before, like it was a deconstruction of the very story that it was telling you, but also of plays in general. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like maybe that was just a bit ahead of its time. Like I wonder, sure. I wonder in theater school they like obviously talk about this play. Yeah, which is to so. be like, hey, don't be, don't be too creative. Yeah, like, exactly. There's a, there's a point to that because I've sure. heard with shit of like with like writing stuff, like just make something for like the dumbest audience member so everyone gets it. Yeah, I guess. And then yeah. the, like theater that are like, hey. there's something to be said for trying too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this didn't. This didn't feel like it was trying too hard, but this is from it's a our cool perspective. Concept. Yeah, yeah. I think so the like, concept's fucking cool. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if I were to go see a play, like this would be high on the list because yeah. I, it's it's interesting enough that it's, um, it doesn't feel like you're beating the old stuff over the head either. You're like, yeah. oh, this is obviously a love story, and like the the protagonist, yeah, is they're gonna, gonna end get up screwed over somehow. Or he's gonna like he's gonna throw it all away and then realize what a mistake he's made. It's just boring shit. Yeah, it's not the typical arc. That's yeah. exactly. That's it's cool. not the typical arc. It's it's the typical arc just completely backwards. Which yeah, uh, there it might be contrived. Like they they really weren't that creative at all. This is a story backwards. What is actually remarkable about that? I that guess they what came in and we're like, hey, do the fucking. Back to the front and front to the back. Well, <laughs> like, dude, sometimes but, that's fucking. They're like, you're a goddamn genius. No, but like, is does that make the story actually compelling and interesting? So no, it's like, just a cool idea. It's a neat idea for sure, but then it takes a like a great deal of skill to be able to pull it off. And I'm like, I'm following, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I I'm right there with the storyteller mm-hmm. while they're trying to do what they're trying to do. It's not simply this is a story and we're doing it backwards. Cause that's kind of, that's, that's a boring structure. So this was also a movie first, uh, in the thirties. Oh, Wait. I had no idea. Yeah. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. With the same concept. Yeah. <gasps> and, uh, and then it was written. Holy on- fuck. We just watched this. Did we miss this part? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> me and you talk way too much. <laughs> I think um, it might be me. And then it was written as a book as well. What the fuck? Yeah. Audio by no <laughs> by George Firth. It's on oh, a wax cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. 
Yeah, so it came out as a movie and oh, then okay. was turned into a book. Son of a and bitch. Then, uh, Man, is anything a goddamn original fucking idea? I mean, let's hang... <laughs> Holy Jesus How Christ. How often is it that a movie comes out totally original and then a book's written about it and then is turned into a play? Well, at that time, the 30s, it was the opposite. The book comes out and then the movie comes out. I like was going to say that, the like, book. Maybe it's a play. This was the movie, then the book. Okay. Yeah, one movie first, saying. and then a book, and then a play. Usually, it's like either movie, play, book, or play, book, movie. Like I'm confused now, but the existence, <laughs> like, and then the, the Silver Linings Playbook. Oh God, that's about football, right? And <laughs> it's Sandra, football. it's football. She adopted a no. boy. Yep. No, that's that's, it. that's the blind side. Oh, oh that is holy shit! <laughs> I legit got those two confused. Yeah. Silver Linings Playbook is like a. Musical Dra- movie? dramedy with uh, and uh, like J- someone J- gets cancer. Jennifer Lawrence and uh, J Lo, um, Bradley J-Lo? Cooper. Lawrence. Uh, no, you're thinking of the musical one with um, no. Lady Gaga. No, and Bradley Cooper. No, okay. They it doesn't Jennifer matter. Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper learn to dance. Hmm. Oh, the other one is Sandra Bullock. Um, Adopts the kid that plays football. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the blind side. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones I got confused. Oh my God. I haven't seen either of them. The history of Merrily We Roll Along seems to be much like the actual narrative itself mm-hmm. that it all happens in reverse. Movie so first. Should, I'd, I'd be down to watch play. the movie. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 33. I wonder if there was anyone yeah. like super famous. I only watched movies movie. from 34 and up. Oh no, dude! Thirty three was sick. Shit, that was they, got that, they got that new mic. <laughs> it was tight. Right, could hear your heartbeat and shit. Oh, they made those kids work twenty eight hours a day. You could hear their heartbeat from outside the mic. Yeah, you don't have to sound check that thing. You just give them enough speed to work twenty eight hours a day. Mm. It's just like a little motor going. To you turn into two people. Give him more, his heart's gonna blow up. <laughs> Turn the camera on, though. He doesn't have parents, so technically MGM owns them. <laughs> if we're going to kill someone, we're going to get it on so film. Apparently, they are coming out with a another Merrily We Roll Along movie. Man, no this is like fucking way. Superman yeah. and goddamn Batman. She just keeps chugging along. Okay, so I, I may have been wrong. So it was Man. it was a play. In the 30s? Not a musical, but a play. What the yeah. fuck? Oh, it and got I, serious. Yeah. I bet you the original play, they the there's some colorful lines. <laughs> I bet you it's all adults, dude. They're old, jaded people in the forties. They're obviously gonna say some wild shit about different ethnicities. So oh, I was gonna say the Austrians, but yeah, was, that too maybe. It ran for 155 performances. That's Damn. A lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So it was a lot better. And it was the same but, concept? But no, it was a financial fa- failure. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But it was the same concept, like little kid, like younger kids. Uh, no, I, I don't know if... No, I don't think the uh, the cast was young. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of like if Christopher Nolan did a play, like a musical, it would be done in reverse. About Batman? No. <laughs> what? Did uh, I say the wrong director? He did no. Memento, right? No, he did... Batman. He did. Yeah. He did well, yes, he technically did Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tyler's just <laughs> repeating. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> or should I call it The Dark Knight? Batman. The, yeah, it's better. Um, 
Why did he do? Yeah, is that what Memento's all about? It's just oh. all cut up and fucking no. crazy. It's completely cut up. Memento's a great yeah. movie. It's amazing. So guy, it's like Pulp Fiction. Guy, no, uh, guy has no. like amnesia, and he's trying to figure out like a, a crime or like catch a, a killer, right? And yeah, something it, like that. Someone he, killed his wife or something. Yeah, he has tattoos. He, like he gets a tattoo to remind himself. Like, it's kind yeah. of like a to do a stuff. puzzle piece. See, like a play like that will be cool. Like I would love to go see a performance like something like that where people in the audience it's literally like just taking their brain and fucking scrambling it like they're like i don't know what the fuck is going on mm. and like that would be I, entertaining not like the sound of music where like this family's dancing away from nazis like, I, I don't really I, care I, I think that's what makes a bad uh, musical though where people have no idea what's going on what the fuck <laughs> I, I think I should I be a know. musical director. I think that's when people get up and start walking out. They're like, I, <laughs> I have no fucking... Clue. And I'm like, left, so, like, this was awesome. So, so that was the, the complaint uh, of Merrily We Roll Along. People are like, wait, is it going forward or backwards? We don't really know. Right. Yeah. And, and they're getting confused. Everyone has Benjamin Button disease. Yeah. yeah. That was pre-Benny. They didn't know about Benny. Like it was then. also a book and a movie and a play before. Benny was? Benny Butts? Probably. I think it was a book. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like a roll doll probably. book or some it shit. It was a curious case. Yeah. Wow. Um, um, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> also, wait, with Benny, does that mean that like his mom had to give birth to like a full grown human? No, no. Have you never watched the movie? <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. Comes out as a baby, ages into a little old man, becomes an adult, and then ages back into a baby where he dies. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it either. Yeah. <laughs> That's a way was... better movie if he comes out like Jim Carrey, like a full grown wow. human. Yeah, because <laughs> when he's young, he's like just this little old man. He's like, oh, oh. I'm Benjamin Button. Oh, That's my Benjamin Button impression. I got to watch this movie. It's, it's think... a really good movie. Hmm. It I is. Like, I like my Benjamin Button better, but okay. <laughs> Explodes his mother. <laughs> Hello! Comes out like jazz hands. And... <laughs> Good Where's Lord. my mo- oh shit? Um, yeah, no. Comes out as a baby, turns into a little old man. Uh, Weak ass movie. Imagine doing that on stage. Oh my god. Oh, vagina monologues. Didn't they get all naked? They Wasn't that like a play? Definitely didn't give birth. I don't think. There has to have been a play where someone's like giving birth on stage for sure, dude. Yeah, to a grown old man. That's off, off, off Broadway. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's like down the street. That's that's 1970s Times Square. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we pay her to do it every day. Like wow, every day? How the, is that? The how the is that possible? Did that one. Yeah, I've seen that doc. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I'm not like yeah not the biggest fan of musicals, but should, it's should we take a trip to New York and industry. go see a musical? Sure. I think we should. Yeah. My That'd main question is cool. like, who the fuck financed this? But I guess with like the two biggest names, right. yeah. they didn't really have trouble finding financing. No, but they don't really talk to any of those people. No, that were like but I got. They're like, all dead. God. Yeah, I guess. And so, I I would love to know what the actors got paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like is it like movies with like scale? Because it's obviously a lot more work than here. You got a year and a half but, to learn your or, lines. Or do they, do they get paid per performance? Because the, they had six weeks of yeah. lead up to this. Yeah, like they don't to, get paid to during work for sixteen performances. Yeah, or like you get paid to prep. Like you fucking have to. Yeah, maybe it's a flat fee. Oh, like you just sign a contract where like this studio owns you or this like. 
like production. while you're production playing owns this you part, yeah you're gonna get yeah. paid sixty thousand oh. dollars regardless of how long it runs or and yeah like yeah. like with a successful production you can't be like oh well i'm the lead and you got a successful production i want to make this much more and they're like yeah. we'll just fucking get someone else in here yeah yeah like protection clauses for yeah the like this Understudy. thing's already got legs <laughs> yeah. yeah get um, in there little buddy but and you know what's crazy like there's a lot more um actors like state uh, screen actors that that do Broadway than than we even realize I think like yeah, yeah. I think Steve Martin does a ton of Broadway stuff didn't you he go to like, like a play kind of with a dude that was in like an actor yeah I went to a, a show in Toronto for Jerusalem and it was uh Tig from Sons of Anarchy okay yeah he's yeah. like a, a traditional like stage actor from yeah. Saskatchewan I think how is that not like a Broadway type thing I don't know. Is like Broadway, is that musicals strictly? Or like, could you go see just live Hamlet? performances? Yeah. On, it's yeah. Just so, like, theater. you've seen live performances? I, I think Broadway's kind of used as like, it's the Kleenex thing, right? Like, everyone calls oh, yeah, I see. any brand of tissues Kleenex. Yeah. Um, so, I think like Broadway, like, because people say Broadway musicals, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be a Broadway musical. It can just be a Broadway show. That's right. Because yeah. live performance, you're yeah. like, so was it like comedy or like right. yeah. music? Yeah. Or? Well, because I guess that's that's the distinction that I was making earlier. Like broad stroke on a musical, well, four. But like there are some that are exceptional. But plays, like just a theater performance. I fucking love theater. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I've seen a bunch in Stratford and some in Toronto and like Selby, our local theater. But yeah. I mean, like, but musicals in particular, I don't know. I'm not that big a fan, really. Yeah. But I, you know, what? I think show tunes are really underrated. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I don't know why. I like old show tunes from like when like GM, like General Motors, would have like a a show tune to like sell a car, a jingle, or like cigarette companies. To, you yeah. know, like this is. Yeah. I don't know if they're really show tunes though. Well, they kind of are, but they're cool. It's got the it's the same vein. It's yeah. just shorter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's just so much enthusiasm. Sure. Like if you like if you want to see someone sad and kind of not really like too too much like real life. Like yeah. that's dramatic movies or TV. But like mm -hmm. if you want to see energy and like like things really move and shake across the stage or the screen. Like theaters where it's yeah. at for sure. Yeah. Like musical theater even more. I've I've never seen like really the only musical I've seen is again, you know, my elementary school did a production of Annie. Mm -hmm. Um my high school did a production of I forget what it was. Susical the uh, musical? I wish. <laughs> Mine did that would uh, be fantastic. But um so really those and then like the one I saw in New York. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Really the only like I haven't seen Phantom of the Opera, which I think would be unreal. I've heard I, it's amazing. My uh, parents saw it, and yeah, yeah I like know a lot of people. Lion King. Like it. I, I really want to see Book of Mormon. I really want to see is Book Book of Mormon is not still running, is it? I think yeah, like I they, think they do so. like not the original no. cast or anything. No, but no. holy shit, that'd be cool. Yeah, it, it like travels around now. Yeah, mm. neat. Yeah, um, I would definitely go to a musical for sure. Yeah, yeah. so we should do a little okay. documentary short about it. But going to the musical? I got a passport now. We're going to the musical. The, I we love, should find out what musicals are playing. That's, we'll, we'll do live. Did you just come up with that? That was good. Live from New York. Three dudes in a dock. <laughs> I love New York. Did you? Was that a I, saying? You just it, that Yeah, I, I just came up with it. That's good, man. It is good. You should never, copyright that. Never been said before, I don't think. Get them. Uh -huh. 
What about I Heart No Jersey? Because that's definitely never been said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of the one of the kind of it really has nothing to do with the musical, but kind of like they they interview a few of the uh, cast members about like their early life. Um, Jason Alexander. Yeah, he um, takes the cake for the coolest life. He lets it be known that his dad worked for the Jewish mob. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in New York, which is the best mob. Yeah, had some murderers at his bar mitzvah. Hey, yeah. some what? Oh, murderers. He's like, I, I don't know what my dad yeah. really did with them, but I can tell you <laughs> there were some murderers at my bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. a pretty weird thing to brag about. Yeah, but, I mean. Dude, you're 13. You're like, I had killers at my thing yeah. that officially made me a man. It, I'm a man. If, They're like, well, no, you're just yeah. a man adjacent. If your dad was in the mafia, you wouldn't be like, like, okay. Like, that's kind of cool. You're right. Yeah, You know, yeah. like, his like, friend, like. Woody Harrelson's dad was like a, a hitman for the mob. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. He is rumored to be the one that killed JFK. What? Yeah. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's a theory that Woody Harrelson's because he's from Texas, right? Um, what the? That's fuck? all you need. He's just from Texas. There was four people in Texas in the sixties. No, completely possible. No, I've heard this story yeah. before. Yeah. There's a, a theory that Woody and like Woody Harrelson, well, like Woody Harrelson's dad, definitely killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson's one of like the like most gentle, like lovable guys in the world. Yeah, I'm sure you know. As long as you talk about stoked on violence, Hmm? said he probably wouldn't be like that stoked on violence when they're like, "Oh yeah, my dad, my dad killed people." Yeah, like that's fucked up. He's like every story I've ever heard of him. Every like account of of people like he's the The nicest guy ever. He's a vegan. Doesn't eat. uh, Mm. He did a documentary about um, like soil renutriation yeah. or whatever that process yeah. is called. Oh, his dad helped with that by back killing to, back people. to the earth or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what his dad was, helped with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Jason Alexander's <laughs> life seems to be the coolest yeah. when he's like, "Yeah, I yeah. definitely like my dad did some wild shit in yeah. his in his year." It that's was true. like I think it was when his dad was like pretty young because I don't think it was when he was around, yeah. right? Well, I mean, well, I guess he was still affiliated with them because he 13, was thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. yeah. I like That's that so a lot cool. of these guys, um, like a lot of the cast members, still seem to be not directly related with it, but they didn't let that part of themselves wither away. Right. That they still like they always sang, they always had instruments, like they yeah they wrote music. They still they they still were those people. They so, were just, they yeah, there wasn't any broken person interview where they're like, that play fucked me up. I yeah. fucking hate everything about yeah, this. Like, I haven't sang in 20 years. I hate singing and dancing. No, yeah. so there's the, the one, one girl. The one girl. She, uh, when they did their reunion uh, concert, she said, like, most of these people are still in the business. They've been still singing. She's yeah. like, and I haven't. No, but, like, mm-hmm. you're a trained musician. Like, right. But she, I know like, fucked up vocal. her voice from it. No, for sure. I know that. Like, you can really fuck yourself up, but... but the, she still put on a show. Yeah. Yeah. The the kind of cool story to that was so she became a journalist. Mm. Um and uh she wrote a book called uh, Stars of David, mm-hmm. basically telling stories of a bunch of um famous Jewish people like Now here's my um, question. But here wait, let me finish no. <laughs> this. So and then someone came to her and they're making that like an off Broadway musical. Stars of David? Yeah. What? Yeah. So she said she was it wasn't my brainchild, but it, it's kind of cool that this has kind of come full circle. Oh, right? that's what she meant. She, she loved uh musicals and, and oh, theater. Fuck. And then she kind of 
kind of veered away from that. And then it's coming all the way back to that. Hmm. So, and what were you going to say? <laughs> Nothing stupid. <laughs> Nothing is stupid. Is there enough safe to, space, Mitch? Is there enough to fill a book? Like <laughs> Jewish stars? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you write, 15, 20 pages about each one. and I mean, it's all just going to be about like Eastern European Jews that like won Nobel Peace Prizes. What? <laughs> no. no, like stars, like celebrities. Uh, yeah, yeah, Like, um, well, Shalom all, Alechaim. It's, it's just going to be like all of them because don't they like run that industry? Oh my God. How close are we to finishing I'm this? I'm totally kidding, <laughs> but that would be a cool book to read. Like, yeah. it's, that would be neat. Yeah. And, and, that, be. I think it's, and yeah, that motherfucker better be in there. Yeah, you better be. No interview, but still. Why not? I, I doubt he is. What? Why wouldn't he be? I would doubt it yeah. as well. Yeah. Just as like a prologue of like, this is like one oh, of our- In the introduction, yeah. it would be really neat to be like, so it sort of seems like Jewish celebrityhood yeah. was originating with this- This guy. This folk writer. You got to be mentioned. You got to mention him. Likely. That would be cool. But yeah. I, like if I were to put money on it, I'm going to say his name does not appear in the book. Yeah. <sighs> You could put beside it like fiddler, fiddler on the roof guy. I, I think Sondheim did sit fiddler on the roof as well. I, I don't know. It seems like these two dudes I, I just saw, did fucking everything. I saw the yeah. poster in the documentary, so I, I, I think him okay. or him or Prince did it. Huh. Um, cool. Or or they both did it together. But yeah, the two of them were just like yeah. but every famous like Broadway play that they talked about. It was oh yeah, one of one of them was oh. attached to it. Like that's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe he they did because, like I said, our, our last episode when I pulled this, I, like I remember talking about this somewhere. Steve Sondheim or this yeah. documentary or yeah, Steve Sondheim. So I think maybe hmm. I don't know in that last uh, in the hmm. I I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't see the poster uh, in the documentary for Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, it, yeah, it was uh, like. When they were like, they showed a wall with a bunch of like oh, poster things, yeah, and yeah. It, it did come up. Oh, and, okay, and maybe there. he did. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. like someone obviously turned it into a Broadway uh, musical. Um, yeah, for sure. Because like, yeah. So someone's done it. Cool. I, th- I think it was either Sondheim or Prince or both. Well, cool. This was one that I definitely would have wouldn't have watched on my own, but so. I, I was neat. I was saying to Christian, like again, like I'm I'm not the biggest musical theater. Um, I don't want to say musical theater geek, but like I, I I'm not that into it. Where like mm-hmm. I, I could tell you, like I knew Stephen Sondheim's name, but probably more connected to like film um, um, soundtracks and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's where I know he's, the name. He's from. done he's done a lot of film composing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you, what do you, I, I didn't know Hal Prince's name. No, beforehand, no, me neither. Um, so, but this this struck a little bit of a chord with me. I'm a very nostalgic person. Um, when the cat, some of the cast members came back to the the theater where where they performed it, and they're yeah. they're kind of like, oh my god, this is where I sat in the dressing room. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this place still looks the same. That's something like, if if I'm like I I go back and visit our college all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I walk through and be like, Oh, I kind of miss this place. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could have done things a certain way when I was here. Like mm-hmm. now I wish I could go back and change it. And I'm sure that's what they were thinking too. Like, 
geez, what would I change if, if I was to do that all over again? Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit nostalgic. So it kind of struck a chord with me that, uh, I, I get it. You know, there's something that, yeah. you know, was a big part of your life, but it didn't turn out like you thought and you wish kind of things have been different and you could kind of revisit it. So I just, that's the part of him <laughs> cool about it. I, I like that too. I like seeing other people have that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's really special for them. But mm-hmm. I fucking hate doing that kind yeah. of thing. You're still young. So like a long time for you, you're like, oh yeah, I wasn't even alive. So that what even was going on five years ago. That's like a 13 year old being like, oh my God, you're such an old friend. You're like, shut up. (laughs) You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't, I don't like revisiting those places and then having that obviously present feeling that like, oh, I wish I did this or that. And like, I like, maybe that's exactly it is. I like, I haven't. I'm not done doing stuff yet to be able to be in a position to look back. I was fondly. like 80% joking, but yeah, I want to have this conversation with you in like 10 years when you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I, I, I feel it. And you're like, that ah, stupid fucking podcast thing. That was damn. so fun. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we killed Tyler? <laughs> we we'll have, talk after the show. We shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot die. Oh, sick dude. This is, I don't so, know much about this. So oh, wait, you picked I, one. I, I pulled a another Errol Morris stock. That's the, the longest uh, fucking tag in the entire jar. Earl, yeah. yeah. Earl, what's Earl got going so, on? The Fog of War: Eleven Lessons from the Life of Robert S. McNamara. McNamara. So Jesus. essentially, this one is. Uh, Do you know what he was the head of? The military? Vietnam. Oh, no. This is the story of America as seen through the eyes of former Secretary of Defense under President JFK and Lyndon B. Johnson, Robert McNamara. All right. Well, that's kind of an interesting perspective. Yeah. I thought if we just dropped napalm on everyone, it would solve the problem. If there's no one to complain, there are no complaints. You drop Agent Orange on them, it's like orange juice. (laughs) If they turn to pulp. (laughs) So so there's a a storyline that... uh, right up here on IMDb. Okay. Former corporate whiz kid Robert McNamara was a controversial Secretary of Defense in the Kennedy and Johnson administrations during the height of the Vietnam War. The Academy Award-winning documentary, augmented by archival footage, gives the conflicted McNamara a platform on which he attempts to confront his and the U.S. government's actions in Southeast Asia in light of the horrors of modern warfare the end of ideology and the punitive dam- judgment of history. Nice. God damn. You don't understand those fucking reds. <laughs> He's definitely going to blame the Russians on a lot of stuff. 11 lessons yeah. though. God. So damn I, it. I won't, I won't give away the, uh, the 11 lessons right, right <laughs> oh, now. Don't go overseas. But there are indeed 11 lessons that he... Do not go to Vietnam. That he makes a point of oh, saying really? in this movie. I Would, thought you were going to say that you don't want to go too far and like give away how the Vietnam War ends. No. But okay. Um, <laughs> One of the lessons is don't go into Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> anymore at all. Yeah. So, Myanmar is going to get fucked up. So um, apparently, like I, again, we haven't watched this, but there's a... An interviewing device used that uh, Errol okay. Morris's wife jokingly nicknamed uh, the Interotron, uh, <laughs> what? which is what it later became known as. The Interotron. Yeah. So I think it says the trick that uh, filmmaker used to get the subject to look directly at the camera throughout the interview is very simple. He used oh. a small format teleprompter, which is traditionally used for displaying text. 
Oh. So he he figured out a way to... He just pictured and pictured it to make it look so McNamara could see himself, right? Is that I, what you mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I thought that they meant that when they were doing their talking head interviews, it wasn't that they were looking past the camera. They were looking right at the lens. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a newscaster. Yeah, but he uses it. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll go it mo- might have just, yeah. We'll go more into that. Because I was like, wow, how the fuck vain this goddamn McNamara that you just shoot it on him and project it back? And he's like, oh, that's me? <laughs> oh, okay. Nah, I did that? Yeah. I think maybe that's an interesting um, that's like cool. technique or technology because how difficult is it to tell another human being the truth, really? Like when you've done that kind of shit, I imagine you don't want to fucking talk about it, but- if questions just simply pop up on screen, you're like, how, how did they drop the name? Oh, fuck. <laughs> they dropped a ton of it. Like, and they, then you get right into it because they're, you don't have to answer to anyone. You yeah. just, you just I, answer questions on a page. Yeah, I feel like just, this is going to have a very remorseful view on Vietnam. Mm. Is what I think. We should have killed more VC. <laughs> That's the remorse. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, this is interesting. So yeah, a little bit of a uh, this would be cool U.S. history lesson via yeah. Robert S. McNamara. We should next do week. next week all with uh, like Microsoft USA. Sam. U.S. What? We should interview each other like with uh, like over Discord. Oh, it's all text, text based. Oh, I'm gonna. That's that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we might as well do it in Morse code. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, Errol Morse. Code. And yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to point out to you. So we're we're gaining steam in Minnesota. We have welcome some, Minnesota yeah. to the fucking show. Oh, Minnesota! Yeah. That's in that place, that country, that large spectrum of that country that you don't like. So watch your words with the people from the oh, lakes. What? Okay. I will see you guys next week. Peace.